Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Folds, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Thursday, February 3rd, 2022, in the Gregorian calendar, and the 2nd of Adar 5782 in the Hebrew calendar. Happy Rosh Chodesh, or ahead of the new month to you all. Yesterday was technically the 1st of Adar, so the 1st of the Hebrew month. I celebrated last night with a little bit of a spa evening amongst me and my friends, and we really focused on self-care and talked about the joy that you're supposed to experience in this month of Adar, the celebration or holiday of Purim is coming up and it's supposed to be a lot of fun. So I hope that you all get ready for that and that you're enjoying that and that you feel the joy that's on the way. Now, let's get to the news. Iran, according to reports, has set up a social media network that targets Israelis and Orthodox Jews in an effort to incite them to violence against Arab Israelis which would, in turn, cause more tension in Israel. This comes from a report that the BBC released today. An Israeli watchdog organization called Fake Reporter says the idea is to fuel a religious war by playing on people's fears and creating chaos. The report says the Aduk, that's A-D-U-K, that's what it's called, was made to look like a strictly religious group online, meant to be somewhat of a union for the religious people here in Israel. The network was distributing articles that supported far-right Israeli views and politicians and their views and was encouraging protests and anti-Arab sentiment. One of the profiles on this site had thousands of followers. The fake reporter chief executive says this network came up after an after Israel hit a low point internally amongst the different populations following the rocket fire exchange between Hamas and Israeli defense forces back in May. Hamas sent more than 4000 rockets into Israel over the course of 11 days in May of 2021 and the IDF sent rockets back in defense. For example, A post on this social media platform highlighted a news piece from far-right member of Knesset Itamar Ben-Gavir. He had been getting into an altercation with an Arab-Israeli parking attendant in the parking lot, and I covered this story when it came out last month. The commentary on the piece said, It's a shame he didn't give him one in the head, saying that Ben-Gavir should have shot this man in the head. Ben-Gavir had been packing a loaded gun at that time when the video caught him going off on this man. The Israel Democracy Institute says content like this may more easily get to young Orthodox people with low digital literacy. I'm going to repeat that. Orthodox young people who have low digital literacy, meaning young people from the Orthodox community who really don't know their way around social media and don't know their way around the internet too much, and they just have a low digital literacy. Facebook and Twitter says that they deactivated the group's pages and that the profiles associated to those pages after Fake Reporter came to them with the word that this was going on. Their Telegram channel, however 
is still active. Millions of people use Telegram. This is a secure messaging platform where people access news and content each day. It's also a way to message people. It's also a way to get items from the dark from the dark web. If you're trying to order drugs or if you're trying to order things that you shouldn't really be ordering because they're not lawful, that's what people are using Telegram for, along with just day-to-day messages just like WhatsApp. I have some COVID numbers for you. If you want the full update, by the way, about the Green Pass and where that stands in terms of who and how you are going to have to show vaccination records in Israel, listen to yesterday's podcast where I gave a deep outline on where you have to show your Green Pass, what day that restriction is going to be starting, and your proof of vaccination and how you have to present it. So if you have questions about that, go to yesterday's podcast, okay? Wednesday's podcast. Today, Israel officially passes 9,000 COVID deaths, and the country's health ministry reports that there were 87 deaths within the last 24 hours. This makes the official death toll 9,013 since the start of the pandemic. 58,472 new coronavirus cases were diagnosed between Wednesday and Thursday. So that's over the course of one day. That's nearly 60,000. This makes the number 3 million. 3 million cases of COVID experienced in the state of Israel since the pandemic started. That's a third of the country's population for some perspective. There's about 9 million people in this country and 3 million have been diagnosed with COVID. Also for some perspective, most people that I know in Tel Aviv have already gotten the Omicron variant of COVID, are COVID positive right now, or are, in my humble opinion, going to get COVID very soon. Tel Aviv is sick. You can hear it in the streets. And I'm everyone, I mean everyone, knows someone who has COVID right now. Israel had 2 million COVID cases recorded on January 19th. That means 1 million cases were recorded all within the last two weeks. Since January 19th, 1 million COVID cases, okay? The ministry doesn't say how many of those cases were reinfections from people who had COVID before and are now having COVID again with the Omicron variant. More than 78,000 Israelis are currently in quarantine, and 2,573 patients are in hospitals across the country right now suffering with COVID. 1,096 are in serious condition. 258 are using ventilators to breathe and survive. Experts say the country has already hit its peak and that Israel is on its way down. However, a new scary variant called BA.2 has entered Israel mostly from people who left the country and are coming back in or people that are visiting Israel. 300 cases of this new variant are confirmed. Turkey's president Recep Erdogan is planning to host Israel's president, Isaac Herzog, for an official visit in the middle of March in an effort to boost ties between the countries. Israel and Turkey once had strong diplomatic relations and have not been so friendly in previous years. Erdogan was quoted while speaking to reporters in the Ukraine, saying Turkey and Israel are both eager to rebuild their ties. Though Herzog's office is not commenting officially on this matter, the Times of Israel is reporting that their sources say it's going to happen. This is not news to me because I'm following the news and I'm entrenched in Israeli politics, but this might be news to you. Despite Israel and Lebanon have a long and tense history, Defense Minister Benny Gantz has been recorded saying that Israel offered aid money to Lebanon on four occasions 
and that all of those times the struggling country denied Israeli funds. Gans says he even offered the country money last week, and it was rejected. Gans is currently visiting Bahrain, and he was recorded on the he was recorded there saying that. Here's his statement. Lebanon has unfortunately become an island of instability, and the citizens of Lebanon are not our enemies. Again, the citizens of Lebanon are not our enemies. That's what Gans said to the INSS, also known as Tel Aviv University's Institute for National Security Studies. He had an interview with them. Gans officially says that he filed an application and sent it out to UNIFIL, or the United Nations Interim Force in Lebanon. By the way, the United Nations Interim Force was supposed to be an interim force. It's been there since the 80s. Gan says that the IDF wants to help the Lebanese army, which is suffering from a basic supply shortage, and they recently lost 5,000 soldiers. Those soldiers just abandoned their posts a lot of the times. Now, this is not from this article, but this is from my research. A lot of the times... Soldiers are convinced to join Hezbollah, which is a terrorist organization, because Hezbollah has funding from Iran, and the money is very encouraging and enticing for young people. I'm not saying that that's the exact reason, but if the Lebanese army lost 5,000 soldiers, usually that's the trend. Israel, of course, is interested in bolstering Lebanese forces that wish to keep Hezbollah the Iranian proxy, out of the power position. So why would Israel be offering aid money to Lebanon? In addition to wanting to help their citizens, they also want to keep Hezbollah away and are hoping that the Lebanese army itself will be encouraged to do that if they have healthy funds flowing in. If you are getting caught up on your Israel Daily News, we'd like you to consider sending over a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash israeldailynews slash support. The financial support that we get from subscribers helps us maintain our show, and it helps us continue to grow and try to reach new audiences. Subscribers will get a handwritten thank you note and a little poem that I write myself to let you know how thrilled we are to have your support. Thank you for your interest in Israeli affairs, Israeli politics, or world politics. We have one link in the show notes, so click on those three dots in your podcasting platform underneath the name of our show. That will drop down, and it'll take you to a page. You can see our link there, and it's called Linktree. You can open our Linktree, and all of our links are there. You can click on the page to make a contribution. Put in your details and know that you're supporting independent journalism. Check us out at israeldaily.news as well. You can also support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. We have great reviews on Apple Podcasts. Please continue them. Number two, you can share the show with a friend. And number three, you can follow us on Facebook at israeldaily.news as well as Shanna Fold. My name has two N's in it. And I'm very sensitive about that. Again, I'd like to welcome you to follow us on Facebook at IsraelDaily.News. You can follow my personal page at Shanna Fold. You can also follow us at Israel Podcast. That's on Twitter, Israel Podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter as well. My name has two N's in it. And I'm very sensitive about that. We have another earthquake to report on, one that was off the coast of Cyprus, but near enough to Israel to get officials to pay attention and to get the news to report on it. It happened Wednesday night and had a magnitude of 5.3. That's no joke. The epicenter of it was 388 kilometers or 241 miles northwest of the Israeli beach city of Naharia in the country's north. This is the second earthquake in the region within the last 30 days. 
People have not been able to stop talking about Whoopi Goldberg. I mean, Americans, Israelis, Europeans, Jews, non-Jews, everyone is talking about the American actress and comedian who is making waves for saying that the Holocaust was not about race because the Nazis were white and the Jews were white. Well, this is not the truth. She said this on her talk show, The View, hosted by ABC in the U.S. of A., People did not like this. It was a distortion of facts. You cannot consider Jews to be white. You cannot consider them to be the same race. There were a lot of details in here that you can go, you can check out the ADL. You can you can get the facts on this. I'm not going to go into it now. Goldsberg doubled down on this notion publicly after she issued an apology. So she issued an apology and then she came on a nighttime television show and she basically said it again. The network, ABC, suspended her for two weeks. Critics say that this is a mere slap on the wrist. They say this is a vacation for her. Israel says, are you ready for the Israel angle? Of course, I'm only reporting on the Israel angle, okay? Not reporting on just American drama. I'm reporting on the Israel angle. Israel's Yad Vashem Memorial Museum chairman, Dani Dayan, someone that I personally know and highlighted on last week's show when I was covering International Holocaust Remembrance Day, he says that this is a wider problem, and he actually extended a formal invitation to Goldberg to come to the Holy Land and learn a thing or two about the horrors of the Holocaust. He made a statement. I'm going to read it to you now. The statement by Whoopi Goldberg on the ABC talk show The View, only days after the world's marked International Holocaust Remembrance Day, is an unfortunate indication of a fundamental misunderstanding of the nature of the Holocaust and anti-Semitism. We must not mince words. People need to know what led to the Holocaust, the unprecedented, murderous drive to annihilate the entire Jewish people, their religion, culture, and values by the Nazis and their collaborators, primarily due to the unfounded belief that Jews were their foremost and extremely dangerous racial enemy. While her apology and clarification are important, I extend a personal invitation to Ms. Goldberg and other influencers to learn more about the causes, events, and aftermath of the Holocaust here at Yad Vashem, the World Holocaust Remembrance Center in Jerusalem. Well, what do you guys think of this? Will Goldberg take him up on the offer? Is she going to get on a plane to Israel and learn more? Let us know what you think on social media, whether that be on Facebook or on Twitter. All right, now I am from New York City. If you're listening with us daily, you know that. I also went to a state university near Syracuse for college. And that is where current governor of New York, Kathy Hochul, is actually from. So, you know, I have to tell this story. There were too many points of connection here. New York State Governor Kathy Hochul, whom I interviewed in New York when she was the deputy, is announcing the 2022 New York Power Authority and Israel Smart Energy Challenge. It's a competition seeking startup technologies from companies with headquarters here in Israel. The idea is to help meet the needs of New York's utility operations and advance the state's clean energy transformation. The winner will get $1 million as an award, and it will collaborate with the NYPA, the nation, the United States nation's largest state-owned utility on smart energy innovation projects. Pretty cool if any of you know someone or know an organization that's entering this competition between my two beloved places, that's New York and Israel, please reach out. I would love to interview them about their competition and would love to find out about how this collaboration between New York State and Israel is turning out. 
And to leave off on another high note, Hadassah Hospital in Jerusalem and their partner organizations just got the donation of a lifetime. In fact, it's the biggest single contribution in the hospital's history. The Gandal Foundation, led by John Gandal and Pauline Gandal of Melbourne, Australia, gave over $100 million in funds meant to upgrade the rehabilitation center at Hadassah Hospital Mount Scopus in Jerusalem. The center is going to open its doors to thousands of patients recovering from disease, illness, or injury throughout Israel. That is set to happen at the beginning of 2023, so in a year from now. Jerusalem has a high proportion of elderly residents, in fact, the highest in the country. I'm sure that they are going to benefit greatly from the new facility. Money, 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 money. It makes people happy. It makes the world go round. It makes a lot of things. All right. Well, that is it for today's show. Today is Thursday, February 3rd, 2022. Tel Aviv has a low of 11 degrees Celsius and a high of 21 degrees. That's 51 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 59 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. I also usually add in a few personal anecdotes so you can get the inside scoop on what's going on in my life. And of course, I always mention our professional highlights from the Israel Daily News podcast. We're forever growing. You can sign up for our newsletter on our site at israeldaily.news. Thank you to Michelle Milner for her social media work. I'm going to send you off today with a song called Burning by Erica Kroll and Leon Golding. Both of these two young ladies came to my Monday night event on Monday just a few days ago. I got to see these DJ stars playing, mixing, and mingling with our community. It was super fun for me. I love to see it when they show up. Enjoy this new song and have a great and productive day and an excellent weekend. Shabbat shalom, everyone.
Why would you ever want to keep 